1: Everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Tuesday, it's June 14th, it is 2022. We have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Genie for 07, Grant Nefer. What's happening, my friend?
2: I, I hate Draymond Green right now. I keep betting his over .53 three pointers, and he's now missed 11 in a row this series. Like I keep betting the over 0.5. i I'm like he's got to hit this by accident at some point. And uh, in the first half, just missed another one. I, yeah, I'm just I'm just dying on the inside, and my wall's dying on the inside. You're um you're pot committed, right? At this point, I, I'm pot committed. But also, it's just if you told me he's going to take two to four three pointers a game, and you're getting plus 180 odds on his over 0.5, like
1: betting it every time
2: yeah Yeah. it's just absolutely he's a 30 percent three-point shooter they're leaving him wide open because they know he's not going to make it and still he's just not making it so they're absolutely right gosh hate it so much
1: (laughs) um (laughs) yeah there was like uh there was a nascar head to head this week that i was like there was a very like slim chance of it actually hitting but it was like plus 190 in a head-to-head. I'm like, I'm getting plus 190 in a head-to-head at a road course. like, And it ended up hitting. So, and you didn't tell me about it. I didn't even write it up. I was just like, why? Why is it plus 190? Like head-to-heads, when, uh, it's just, it never, I don't ever feel like head-to-heads in NASCAR should be anything more than like plus 140. Cause it's one driver versus the other and there's so much variance in racing. So yeah, you've sent me over
2: a few, you, what was it during the all-star break? I made, made a few G's on NASCAR. Thanks my buddy, Stevie.
1: You retired. I mean, you, you went out on top. You're like, I, I crushed my NASCAR bets and I'm done.
2: I have 150% ROI on NASCAR.
1: There you go. Um, I wish I had 150% ROI on NASCAR betting this year. I do not. Anyway, we have some baseball to talk about here today. Fifteen games. St. Louis, Pittsburgh. They are playing a doubleheader. They're playing a game. I think it's like one o five, and then the seven forty five game. So there, we should get a lineup for the seven forty five game. I know DraftKings included it. FanDuel doesn't usually include the doubleheaders. I'm gonna. They didn't have their slate up a few minutes ago when I looked. It's up now. So let's check and see. They did not include it. So it's a 14 game slate on FanDuel drafting 15. So let's jump in. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to breeze through some of these games because they're just not great. We get started here with Atlanta at Washington, Freed, Gray, nine total. Braves, a 175 favorite. Uh, Max Freed, any interest in him in this spot going up against Washington?
2: At 10.1k going up against the low strikeout Washington team. He's fine. Like, I'm not going to argue with using him. But he's not even cracking like the top three or four on the slate. And Vlad just hit a home run. Nito, um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I could pay this price tag for him on this slate with this matchup. I mean, this year versus lefties, Washington isn't striking out at all. Not a terribly high strikeout team. While he may end up getting through a clean, they still have a four implied total. It's good at ballpark, decent hitting weather. So I, I just I don't like that price tag. He may again may end up with four strikeouts and seven clean innings, but. I I still have other pitchers I'd rather pay down for um, or one guy I'd rather pay up for.
1: Yeah, I I think Freed is interesting if he doesn't get any ownership today. But, I I mean, I think he's okay. The strikeouts, like you said, are, I think, the biggest concern. They just don't have a ton of strikeouts in this lineup. Would it shock you, though? Here's my question. Would it shock you – If Max Freed threw like a complete game shutout in this spot Um, with three strikeouts,
2: it would shock me a little bit, but not completely. I mean, like I said, he's a very good pitcher. He's one of the better real life pitchers in the entire league. He hasn't gone less than six innings and what, seven starts, eight starts, nine starts? He always gets late enough into the game. Again, this isn't a huge strikeout match. The ball's going to be good in play. He can run on the right side of uh, home run to fly ball variants because he doesn't give up many fly balls. Like He can get out of here clean. So, yeah, I guess I don't hate it. I mean, I'm just – I'm more on Garrett Cole after his rough outing going up against Minnesota. And Buxton just hit a home run.
1: He sure did. That Vlad like secured my single game parlay that I wrote up on Scores and Odds today. It was over two total bases for Vlad and Springer in Toronto minus one and a half, and Toronto's winning by ten now. So I think I think I'm okay. Um, Goldschmidt just hit a home run too. All the first basemen just hit a home run. All right, um, Josiah Gray on the other side. I talked about him yesterday. So if you listen to the podcast yesterday, I think he has decent strikeout upside in this spot, but I also feel like there's a good chance that he struggles. Um, do you have any interest in Josiah Gray?
2: I don't think so. I think he gets crushed here. Um, Atlanta has been pretty hot recently. It's going to be decent hitting weather. It's a tough park. And I mean, the main thing with him, I, yes, he can get out of here clean. Like he does give up some walks, which is concern. The main concern though, is hard contact with fly balls. They got what, seven guys, eight guys, in the lineup on any given day that can hit the ball, the ballpark easily. I know they hit a few bombs today. Um, yeah, I, I just, I can't do it. Yes, there is some upside, but realistically at his price tag at 8.9 K, you're not getting that much upside The downside. is legitimately nagel negative points. Um, so yeah, I'm not touching gray here at all.
1: I will be looking at his strikeout prop. I mentioned this yesterday too. Um, Because it came out, it was like four and a half and five and a half in a couple different places. So um, I'll be looking at that because I do think there's some strikeouts in this lineup. He's a good strikeout pitcher, especially against righties. So I'll be looking at if it's at four and a half on prize picks again today, I'll definitely take the over. Uh, Atlanta bats. I mean, they're one of the top offensive stacks on the slate. They were going to be chalky um, yesterday against Josiah Gray. The rain pushed the start back and Josiah Gray ended up not pitching. Uh, they ended up being popular. Yeah, I, I like Atlanta a lot in this spot.
2: Yeah, no, I had a whole bunch of home run props, one of which hit with Ozuna. I'm going right back to the well talking about bets, I'm probably looking at Acuna, Swanson, Riley, Olsen, Ozuna, even Duval, all to hit home runs. I don't know which ones I'll pick, but preliminary early on I'll see what the odds are and I'm probably hitting one or two for sure. I'm hitting the Acuna one if it's at plus 280 or better.
1: Uh, any interest in the Washington bats in this one?
2: No, free just does not give up a ton of fantasy points. Good ground ball pitcher, good pitcher overall. Well, he's not going to get a ton of strikeouts, I don't think, in this spot, he's still not going to give up a ton of fantasy points here, so... I mean, the only guy I would think about is Soto, but realistically, going lefty lefty against a very, very good lefty, I'm I'm not doing that.
1: All right, moving on, we got Miami at Philadelphia. Rogers going up against Eflin. This game is currently at eight and a half, and Philadelphia is a one hundred and fifty favorite. Any interest in Trevor Rogers here?
2: No, he's been bad this year. He's cheap. This is a bad ballpark going up against some good hitters. I just can't do it. He, until he finally turns things around, I just can't do it. The, the walks haven't been great recently. He's been giving up a ton of home runs. I just, I'm at, no.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a tough lineup to face. Castellanos would be back in the lineup. They got Rimuto. They got Hoskins. Even Harper is good against lefties. So Rogers has just been awful against right-handed hitters this season. Big slate. I don't see the ceiling for Rogers here. I'm out even at his price. And then Zach Eflin on the other side of this game. He's been fantastic against righties. He struggled a little bit against lefties. I mean, he should see six or seven righties in this lineup. If Eflin, uh, he's kind of one of those mid-range pitchers. I think that is okay, but I'm not like seeking out to have to play here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. 7.7 K. He's right in that range where he's probably the first or second best pitcher. And that spot is going up against Miami. There's a decent amount of strikeouts in here. I'll wait and see what the lineup is. Cause you're right. He's been great versus right. He's been average to below average going up against lefties. doesn't strike him out of time. Gives up a lot of fly balls. So I don't hate him in this spot. There's a few other pitchers that are slightly more that I'd rather go with, Um, but he's definitely a guy that's in play on this slate. Any
1: interest in the Miami Bats here?
2: Jazz, Jesus Sanchez. Probably it. I'm only targeting lefties. Like I said, he gets a lot of fly balls, so I'm targeting guys that can hit the ball hard, and Jazz is the main guy that Main lefty I can think of, but Jesus Sanchez has a 3.5K cheap bat. is not bad.
1: And then on the Philadelphia side, I, I kind of like Philly here. Um, Hoskins, Rimuto, Castellanos is 4,100. Hoskins is 4,200. Um almost 5K, so he's kind of tough. Um, you know, you kind of hope that a guy like Alec Bohm is in the lineup, and then you just – you pick Schwarber or Harper and you hope you get the right lefty.
2: Yeah, no, I love Castellanos. I love Hoskins on the slamming two guys with a ton of pop going up against a pitcher that's been mediocre at best at striking out righties. And has given up a ton of fly balls, ton of hard contact. He's just struggled so much and he'd probably be worse, doing worse than he is if he didn't play a lot of his games over in Miami. So he's in a bad ballpark for pitchers, good weather, Castellanos and Hoskins are, Great plays, and anyone else you want to throw in is fine, even if you want to throw in some of the lefties. Harper and Schwarber, it's not an awful play, but Castellanos and Hoskins are two of the best plays on the entire slate.
1: Tampa Bay at New York, eight total. Yankees, a 225 favorite. Kluber and Cole face it off in this one. Crazy, you think like three, four years ago, there's no way Kluber is a – minus one or plus 180 dog to Garrett Cole. Um, Kluber, 7,900 going up against the Yankees. Yankees are – I mean, they're almost full strength. Donaldson is out. Um, he'll be suspended for this game. And then Torres it was under the weather on Sunday. We'll see if he's back in there. He should be. They got that Monday off. Um, any interest here in Kluber?
2: I mean – now, going up against the Yankees, like they've been hit crushing the ball recently. I just don't think I can do it, even at seventy nine hundred. He's been solid so far this season, but where he's really struggled is giving up power to righties, and there are a lot of righties in this lineup, even without Donaldson. They can hit the ball the ballpark, so I'm probably staying away.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to stay away from Kluber in this spot um, Garrett Cole coming off of a is I, let's just say is his worst outing of the season he went two and one thirds he gave up seven and runs he gave up five home runs in one game uh, to Minnesota the weather edge was on it um, you know Kevin Roth dev- developed a MLB weather edge and it was very heavy on the weather there and said that it was excellent hitting conditions and Eric Cole did not pitch well. Uh, good bounce back spot going up against Tampa. I mean, they're still dealing with some injuries here. I don't think um, Franco is going to be back. I know they said that like he's getting closer, but he's not even that close. And Brandon Lau is still, you know, probably a week or two away. Zanino's on the IL now as well. I, I think Cole has a great bounce back game here.
2: Yeah, no, right there with these. my favorite Rob points play on the entire slate. I don't think I'm going to be alone in that going up against Tampa Bay. Watered down lineup without Franco in there. He is just going to absolutely <coughs> crush them. Sorry, I had to sneeze there. Um, obviously, long leash, great strikeout stuff going up against the high strikeout lineup. Cole is just – he's got 40-point upside in the spot.
1: Uh, I don't really have any interest in the Tampa Bats. Uh, I mean, with Franco Franco and Lau out, it, it, just, it really just kind of kills the stack overall.
2: Yeah, no interest going up against Cole. Just cross them off. Uh,
1: any interest in the Yankees' Bats here?
2: Judge and Stanton are the two main guys that stand out. Um, like I said, Kluber has given up a decent amount of home runs to righty so far this season. While it hasn't really been bad to either side of the plate, that's where he's Real weak against um, so them. If you want to throw Carpenter with how he's hitting recently, which is just ridiculous, um, and Rizzo into the lineup, that's fine. If you need cheap bats: Gallo, Lemayhew It's not cheap. Uh, Hicks, Trevino, all fine, but it's Stanton and Judge are the main two bats here.
1: I don't mind the Yankees stack in this spot, and just they're just so expensive. I just think that's kind of how I would approach them in this spot. But, yeah, I mean, you can always play those two guys. Baltimore at Toronto, nine and a half total here. The Blue Jays, a 225 favorite. Lyles against Kikuchi. Any interest here in Jordan Lyles?
2: Guy that gives up a lot of home runs. Going up against a team that hits a lot of home runs. No, no, no interest.
1: Yeah, you know, we talked about it with Bradish yesterday, just how much he struggles against righties. This is a guy that gives up massive amount of massive amounts of hard contact to both sides of the plate, less than 20% strikeouts to both sides of the plate. He does a great job of not walking righties, but you gotta be able to attack this Toronto team. He's just not gonna be able to do it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna love the Toronto bats again today. Well, I am. I'm guessing you will too. Kikuchi on the other side of this game, 8K. I mean, this is another one of those pitchers that I think that mid-tier, maybe end up on him. The pitch count has kind of been all over the place. You know, he hasn't faced this Baltimore team this year. There's some strikeouts in this lineup. I think Kikuchi's okay. I just don't think I end up on him a lot, if any, today.
2: Yeah, but if you told me he was going to pitch 100 pitches, I'd be on him a I lot. I can't
1: tell you that, though,
2: yeah. Yeah, if you told me that he was 6.5K or 7K, I'd be on him a lot. The problem is, yeah, his pitch count and his price tag are a little bit rough. He's going up against a very good strikeout matchup in Baltimore. (sighs) He's in play. I don't love him. I don't hate him. It's just the price tag and the pitch count that is going to be a problem. I can see him coming in here, getting seven strikeouts, getting you a little bit north of 20 points. The win is a likely scenario for him, considering he's going up against Lyles. So I'm fine with him. I don't love him. There's other guys I'd rather end up going with that slightly more or slightly less. So I'll end up with a share or two, but it's really that pitch count and price tag that are kind of ruining my, my desire to play him.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like Mancini, he's even really struggled uh, against lefties this year. Um, you know, there's not really been like a, a guy in this lineup that's crushed lefties. So Pitch count is the biggest concern. Large field tournaments, though, I definitely don't have an issue rolling the dice and, and taking a shot here. Um, Baltimore bats. Like I said, there's just not really been like a standout bat against left-handed pitching this season for this team. You know, Kikuchi is a guy that gives up a ton of hard contact. So I think Mancini would be the guy that I'd end up the most on here. But, yeah, it's tough.
2: Yeah, Mancini, Hayes, I think it's fine. I mean, obviously they haven't hit lefties that well this season, but there's no reason for that to continue. These are good bats. I mean, Rushman, if he's in the lineup there, don't mind him. Uh, Trinos is fine. Like, I'm going with mostly the power bats. Kikuchi's given up a lot of hard contact. If you really want to, you can play Mullins. Um, But this is not really a stack that I'm looking at, and individual bats aren't really great in the spot.
1: Yeah, Adley Rushman, I like that call a lot. It's eventually going to happen. This dude, There's too much talent here for it not to happen. Um, had a good game over the weekend against Kansas City. So really like that call. Um, a lot of hard contact in his, in his very small sample size so far against lefties. Uh, Toronto, I mean, I'm, this is a team that I'm going right back to the well. Stacked them yesterday. Going to stack them again in this spot. I love them in this spot.
2: Yeah, I mean, Lyles is a guy that has always given up home runs and this is no different. He's not really great versus either side of the plate. So it doesn't matter if righties or lefties. Mostly righties here. I know that he's been slightly better going up against them this season. But uh, Springer, Bichette, Vlad, Kirk, Hernandez, Uriel, they anyone in the lineup. Just play them. Anyone who can hit a bomb in this lineup, you play them. It's that simple. They have, have almost a sixth implied total year. Bad bullpen arms coming in afterwards, most likely. So yeah, Toronto outside of maybe course best stack on the slate.
1: Yeah, Baltimore. I mean, their bullpen's actually not terrible, um, but I mean they're they're like right at top ten. But I still think this is a great spot for Toronto. You might not get that good part of the bullpen. Yeah, you... I'm,
2: I'm expecting Lyles yeah. to give up several runs. So
1: Oakland at Boston. There wasn't a line out for this game earlier. It is out now. It's nine and a half. Boston is a 235 favorite. Um, Koenig against Pavetta. Any interest here in Jared Koenig against uh, Boston?
2: No, he's going to get crushed. He's not a very good pitcher. He's probably not major league ready right now. He struggled a lot, but it's in Boston. He's going to get crushed. Pavetta,
1: 8,900. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, he put up 31 against Oakland in Oakland. Obviously, this game's in Fenway, but Oakland's one of the worst offenses in baseball. I have no interest, no issues playing Pavetta 8,900 against Oakland.
2: Yeah, there's one guy that's slightly cheaper that I like that we'll get to probably in the next game. Um, but Pavetta's right there with him. If Cease is going to be heavily owned, then the easy swap is over to Pavetta. He's going up against Oakland. Oakland's not a good team. Pavetta's been pretty solid. I don't love the ballpark, which is why Cease – Gets a little bit of a bump over Pavetta here, but Pavetta can absolutely mow down this lineup. He just did it not too long ago over in Oakland. He's been putting up strikeouts recently. He can crush this team and put up a 30-point outing, and he's put up multiple 30-point outings recently.
1: I mean, there's an argument to be made to just play Cease and Pavetta and get all the bats you want. Um, We'll talk about that as well. I have no interest in the Oakland Bats. Um, nothing really standing out to me here for Oakland.
2: Yeah, just full-on cross-off, um, which is pretty much the same as every single time they're on the slate.
1: On the Boston side, I mean, I like the Red Sox stacks. They're just – they're really expensive here. Uh, you're kind of hoping that, like, Dollback draws a good lineup spot and you can play him against the lefty. Um, oh. If um, Rob Reefsnyder is in there as well, he's 2,200. Um, he drew a start in center field over the weekend. Um, so with Kiki Hernandez out, we could get like a $2,200 guy here. And, I mean, you either hope he bats like sixth or ninth so you can wrap around the stack.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think he's pretty solid at 2,200. He could end up adding leadoff, to be honest. Um, and then all the big bats, Xander, Martinez, Story, Dahlbeck, if he's in there, absolutely love him going up against a bad lefty. Um, but, yeah, this is just a good stack and a good ballpark. They're just expensive, but you can you can make it work on the slate. So, Red Sox, there's a lot of high totals on the slate. Red Sox have one of them, and they're absolutely worth it.
1: I mean, it just goes to say, like, you likely see a 5-3 stack win on DraftKings today. Pretty likely, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, we got – the Brewers at the Mets, eight total. Mets a 150 favorite here. Hauser and Bassett going at it in this one. Any interest here in Adrian Hauser?
2: It's the Mets, not really high strikeout team. Hauser isn't the greatest strikeout pitcher in the world. I don't really see a big upside here. Weather's decent over in City Field, although it's not a great ballpark. I just don't see enough upside from Hauser here. I'm I'm not playing him.
1: Bassett, eighty-two hundred going up against the Brew Crew. I probably don't play him either. Like this is just one of those games where I don't really like anything. This is just—I mean, you could make an argument for playing Bassett in this game, but I think this game is like a three-to-one, three-to-two type game, really low scoring, and just not a ton of strikeouts on either side.
2: Yeah, and you could do worse than Bassett. He's in the eight K range. I think that he's a solid enough target in the spot, but. Not any guy that's going to win the slate for you. So, I'm fine with him. Don't love him. Don't hate him. But if you can't get up to a guy like Cease or a guy like Pavetta, then falling on uh, Bassett is not a bad idea.
1: Christian Walker, goat, baby. Let's go. Sorry, did you just hit a bomb? He did. He did. Um which is really good because like the only team that didn't have Thompson for me tonight was Arizona stack with St. Louis stack and the St. Louis guys going off there at the end of the game kind of helps. So we'll see how it turns out. Mike Miner was pitching really well too. Yeah. It was scaring me. It was scaring me, Grant. Um, Any interest in the Brewers bats here?
2: Not really bats. It's a solid enough pitcher. It's not a great ballpark. I mean, McCutcheon's sitting there at 2,900. Tellus is sitting there at 3,400. Urias is sitting there at 33. Like, you can make a cheap stack out of this. I don't see a ton of upside, but I could see it as a secondary stack, stacking it with a high total team um, just to save some money so you can still get decent pitchers. But, like, just as raw points, they don't stand out as great. They're just super cheap. Um,
1: Any interest in the Mets here against Hauser?
2: Not really. They're all priced up. Again, playing over in City Field, not really a great ballpark. I mean, you know, if he's leading off at 3700 I don't hate. Escobar at 3100 I don't hate. But realistically, Hauser's a good enough pitcher and there's a bad enough ballpark where I don't see value at these price tags.
1: Yeah, and you really kind of want to three-man stack the Mets and you really don't want to three-man stack them um, in this ballpark on a on a 15-game slate, so. Yeah. All right, we got the White Sox at Detroit. No total in this game. Uh, Dylan sees, and what sounds like it will be Tyler Alexander um, coming in and pitching here off the IL. Has not pitched in the majors since April 29th, so it's been a little bit of a hiatus for him. Um, any interest here? in And Dylan sees at 8,800 going up against the worst offense in baseball.
2: Yeah, no, uh, he's the probably top play on the slate. You um, may not play for some, a dollar. Yeah. 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 But I mean, he's. It, Detroit's bad. Detroit's very bad. Biggest thing with Cease does not give up a, or gives up a ton of walks, strikes out a ton of guys. Detroit doesn't walk a ton, gets a decent amount of strikeouts, bad overall lineup. Run suppression should be there, strikeouts will be there. I think that he is going to be the chalkiest pitcher and I think he's absolutely worth it.
1: Yeah, I mean Detroit they're I mean they're not out of it playoff wise yet, but they probably will be. Um do you think they're I mean, cause their bullpen is so good. Detroit bullpen is so good. Do you think that like they they move a lot of guys here and just kind of wholesale? Because I mean this team's just not great.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me although what outside bullpen guys they probably don't want to get rid of Scooball. So, well,
1: yeah, I, I think he's someone you keep, but, I mean.
2: Baez, maybe. Meadows, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm selling if I'm Detroit because, yeah. Miggy's last year. You think Miggy retires the end of this year? I don't know. I mean, How the dude's almost Miggie? hitting 300 again. It's crazy. Anyway, um, Tyler Alexander, 5,500. 10 game slate or 15 game slate, and we, hit, we don't expect him to pitch deep here. Coming off the IL, like this will this sounds bullpen game to the max here for Detroit.
2: I looked up Mickey's contract, he's not, he's not retiring after this year. He's got 32 million to play next year.
1: Uh, so, Mickey's firewall will be next, year. like I mean, he's still almost hitting 300, like for he, he's he just doesn't hit for power anymore. Yeah, yeah, 286 batting average. Um, We're not playing Alexander, right? Nope.
2: He's going to get crushed. I like the Chicago bats. I mean, Alexander, not a very good pitcher, probably shouldn't even be in the majors, but he plays uh, plays for Detroit, so it's not surprising that he is. And going back all the way to the beginning of last season, has been all right versus lefties, not good versus righties. Strikes him at a below-average clip, gives up tons of fly balls and tons of hard contact. I'm targeting the power righties in this spot here, so Pollock, Robert, Abreu, Berger, like Moncada you can throw in there if you want to, but at AZ he's going to struggle in this spot.
1: Yeah, I, I like the White Sox. We'll have to see if Burger's in the lineup. He got hit by a pitch on Monday and left the game um... – he has I feel been like somebody, that happened
2: last week, too.
1: He's been crushing the ball, too. Like, he has been yeah. on fire. Um, would love to see him in the lineup. But AJ Pollock at 3.8k, another guy. Um, Mendick at 3.4k. He's been someone that's been hitting the ball really well. Um, as best well. name so. in baseball. <laughs> so, yeah, I like the White Sox here a lot. Um, Detroit, I got no interest in Detroit. Nope, move on. Pittsburgh at St. Louis again. This game's not on the Fandle slate. It is the second part of a doubleheader. It's a nine total, and the Cardinals are a two thirty favorite. It sounds like it's going to be Bryce Wilson pitching for Pittsburgh, Miles Mikolas pitching for St. Louis. Um, we're not playing Bryce Wilson, right? Nope. Are we playing Miles Mikolas at eighty four hundred going up against Pittsburgh?
2: I mean, he's not my favorite. Again, I'll try and get up to C, so I'll try and get up to Pavetta. I'd rather play Bassett, I think. I mean, he's not an awful pitcher. It's a very good matchup going up against Pittsburgh, one of the best strikeout matchups in the league. He's coming off a nine-strikeout game. He's been solid recently, but I just don't like that price tag when you consider that Cease and Pavetta are right above him and are just drastically better options. This is a slate where I'm likely eating the high ownership on pitchers and just hoping for the best because you can't get much better spots than Cease and Pavetta. So I I just, I can't see Mikolas putting up a big enough game to just crush those guys.
1: I think he is very playable here as a pivot off of some of those guys in this range. Um, But it would be more on like lineups where I'm building like two 8k pitcher type lineups. Like, Maybe I'm looking at going Cease and Mikolas instead of um playing one of these other guys in this range because we're gonna talk about Manaya, we talked about Pavetta. So I think I think he's super playable. Um it could potentially be really hot in St. Louis again. You know, Kevin Roth talked about that on It'll be 96. Yeah, so good hitting conditions. Um Pittsburgh Bats, anything here?
2: No, I mean maybe Reynolds just because of the heat. I mean, Glass is a good pitcher. He struggled a little bit more going up against lefties than going up against righties. So Reynolds is fine, but I'm staying away from everyone else.
1: All right. St. Louis. I mean, I'm definitely looking at a St. Louis
2: stock here. O'Neill's sitting at 3,200.
1: I know he hasn't been great, but like today, I I, I played him today and I mean, he got a own base. So, I mean, he's running. He's trying to do – I mean, he's trying to do stuff, and he's just way, way too cheap here. Carlson, 3,300. Like, this whole team outside of, like, Edmund, Arenado, and Goldschmidt. Honestly, Grant, I think I pick two of those expensive three bats, and then I take three of the cheaper bats, and then I can get the pitchers I want and a good three-man stack with them.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, the easy five-man stack is Carlson and O'Neal. Arnado, Goldschmidt, and Gorman. They're all good bats. Bryce Wilson is not a very good pitcher. The weather is fantastic. Point Like point per dollar, this might be the best stack on the slate. It may not be the highest scoring stack, but there's going to be home runs. Three of these bats are well underpriced in Gorman, O'Neal, and Carlson. And I'm not going to be surprised if any of them take Wilson deep. I mean, he's not great. He's definitely bad versus lefties but still not great versus righty. So I have no problem paying for Goldschmidt and Arenado And he just underpriced, but Gorman, Carlson, have some pop of the
1: San Diego at Chicago taking on the Cubs. No total for this game. It's Wrigley. It's night before, and it's projected to have 13 to five, 15 mile an hour winds blowing out to center field and 90 degrees and 90 degrees. Um, Sean Maniah, Kyle Hendricks, I mean, if this weather does, if the wind doesn't change, I'm not playing Minaya or Hendricks here. Yeah, based on the
2: weather, I like if the weather is like this, then this is basically a second coolest game. Um, like this is great hitting weather. And I might be a good pitcher, but I'm not playing him in this weather. And Hendricks is not a good pitcher, and I'm not playing him regardless of the weather.
1: If the wind changes and and Roth gives us an okay for the pitchers. I don't mind Minaya 8,500. He's going to pitch deep into the game. The bottom half of this lineup doesn't walk and they strike out a lot. So I think if the weather changes, you could potentially play Manaya, And, you know, he's always a good bet to get 95 plus pitches. So, uh, but if the weather's this way, let's talk bats here. Um, we'll obviously start with San Diego side Kyle Hendricks has been trash against lefties this year. Um, Profar, Hosmer, Cronenworth. Then I'm looking at Machado, maybe even Gresham. Like if the wind's blowing out here, San Diego is way, way, way too cheap here.
2: Yeah, especially Void. I know that Hendricks has been better going up against righties and lefties, but Void at 3,400, Hosmer's
1: 26, dude. Yeah, no, that's silly.
2: That's silly. I know he has Gresham's been great.
1: 26. Look.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, just play all these bats. Like like, I thought was in there play him. Like I'd play everyone. But
1: even bro, if our boy Nomar mazara cracks the lineup, like he is t- 2K. He's minimum salary in this spot.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Play. San everyone. Diego's definitely like if the win is this way, they're they're a stack, either three or five man that I'm looking at on this slate for sure. Um, I like the Cubs a lot, too. is a great pitcher, but the Cubs have some pop against left-handed pitching, and if the wind's going to be blowing out, um, I don't know if I full-stack the Cubs, but, I mean, Contreras, Schwindel, Wisdom, Morrell all have pop against left-handed pitching.
2: Yeah, it'd be those four and a half if you want to throw them in there, too. They all have some pop. They can all put the ball in the air. Like, is a solid enough pitcher, but he still gives up above-average fly balls. Above average hard contact. I prefer the righties. Wisdom is my favorite of the bunch, but Contreras isn't far behind that. But Schwindel sitting under 3K. Or else solid. Happ sitting under 4K. So all these bats with some pop, they can easily take him yard with these hit- with this hitting. Whatever.
1: All right. Houston at Texas. Your kite against Dunning in this one. Nine total, and the Astros a 130 favorite here. Any interest in Jose Urquidy?
2: No. No, high total here. I wonder if the Dome's going to be open in this one. It's so hot, I doubt it. I mean, the total kind of makes me feel like it's going to be, but because Dunning's not a bad pitcher. I don't know. Oh, gosh, Boston caught up. Um, yeah, I'm probably not playing Urquidy. Even at 6,400, just hasn't struck out many guys this year has been great overall. I'm, I'm probably fading him.
1: Ooh, Swanson had a home run. Yeah, he did. That's a good home run. Yeah, I like that home run. I talked about him on Grinders Live to make your Braves stack different. Too bad a lot of the other Braves aren't hitting home runs too.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Ozuna had one. And Dayar had one. Yeah, Still but I didn't one.
1: play those guys, so they don't count.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, bet, I bet on Duvall.
1: Uh, no, I played Darno. I didn't have Duvall. Um, Duvall and Ozuna, I think, went back-to-back, and I didn't play either one of those guys. So there you go. Um, as far as your Kaidi goes, for me, I'll say this, and I said this about Javier yesterday, and I'm going to say this about your Kaidi today. That lineup that Texas rolled out against Javier was trash. Um, I don't like your Kaidi. But, I mean, he did strike out 10 against Texas earlier this season. Um, If the lineup is really bad and you need a cheap pitcher, I don't think he's the worst option. Um, I would like Dane Dunning if he wasn't facing Houston. Um, I mean, he's a solid pitcher. It's just Houston's a tough lineup to beat.
2: Yeah, I mean, Dunning's better than average pitcher. He's been good this year. Solid ground ball stuff, solid strikeout stuff. But he's just going up against such a tough team in terms of strikeouts. I don't think I can do it. I like him. I like his skill set. He's a good pitcher, but Houston's just so tough. And I mean, Dunning's not likely to go a hundred pitch plus pitches. Um, he has been getting up into the nineties recently, but I just, honestly, at seven K there's worse things you can do, but I, like I'm going to have a pretty narrow pitcher pool this today. If the weather in Wrigley holds up, cause you can just get cheap bats so easily.
1: Any interest in the Houston Bats here?
2: I had a lot of respect for Arkady, so I'm – or not Arkady, Dunning. Um, so I'm not against Alvarez, not against Bregman, Tucker, Brantley, Altuve, but I just don't love them here unless they open up the dome for some reason.
1: Yeah, and we both agree that it's highly unlikely that they open up the dome here, so – um. I, uh, the pricing on these guys is just tough. On the Texas side, I mean, Seager is always in play. But overall, it's just – if I'm playing Texas, it's probably like a Seager, Simeon, Garcia three-man. And it's that's kind of a pricey three-man, but that's where I would approach Texas.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Herkite's given up a ton of hard contact, ton of fly balls to Radies and really isn't striking any guys out. So you guys with some pop. Garcia, Simeon, seeger and that's, that's
1: kind of it. All right, we got course. We got Cleveland at Colorado. Bieber going up against Sensatella in this one. Ten and a half total most places. Some places have this at 11. Um, the Guardians a 155 favorite. Any interest here in Shane Bieber going into course?
2: No. Just probably not. I mean, it's Supposed to be hot, like for a colder day, maybe you could take a potential GPP flyer on him. I mean, he's been good. He's one of the best pitchers in the majors, but I don't want to pay close to 10K for a guy in Coors.
1: This is where I wish like DraftKings would just be like, they would tempt us with like Bieber at 7,700.
2: Yeah. No, 8K would be interesting spot. 10K is just tough.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a huge difference. 2K is a lot. It's two extra big bats. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, no interest in Sensatella for me. Yeah, he's just—he's not very good. Um, Lane Thomas home. Run. Sensatella hasn't really given up any home runs this year. Um, Guardians, though. I mean, you really got to pay for Jose Ramirez, but the rest of the stack is kind of affordable here for being in course.
2: Yeah, no, and over a six total here. Just all of them. I'll play all of them. Sensatella's not a great pitcher doesn't give up too much damage generally, but it doesn't matter in a hot day over in Coors. So Ramirez, Naylor, Gonzalez, Jimenez, Kwan, Straw. I'll I'll play anyone. Rosario, I'll play anyone. And I'll stack up Cleveland a decent amount.
1: Colorado, I don't know if I stack the Rockies here. And if they're going to be low owned, I could see stacking them because they are cheap and they are in Coors and it is going to be hot in Coors. But I mean, Bieber's a good pitcher.
2: Yeah, probably. I mean, I'll, it's stack or fade. I mean, I like Rod. I like the price tags of most of these guys. They're priced accordingly. Going up against uh going up against Bieber in course like Blackman, Crone, Rogers, McMahon are all fairly cheap. I don't hate the stack, um, but it's probably a stack or fade for me. <laughs>
1: Cincinnati at Arizona. We got Molly going up against Zach Davies. Nine total in this game. The Diamondbacks a 125 favorite. Any interest here in Tyler Molly?
2: A little bit. He's been solid going up against lefties. The real problem has been his walks. Um, he's been getting a little wild, but overall, I don't hate it. 7.5K is a little bit cheaper than other guys. There's some strikeouts in this lineup. I'm fine with it. Again, I'm having a pretty tight pitcher pool, but if I was going to expand it, Molly would probably be the next guy that I end up throwing in, come off a good game versus Arizona where he put up 27 points, gets up over 100 pitches consistently. So he's fine. Like, again, prefer cease, prefer paying up a little bit. But if I can't pay up, he's probably probably the best pitcher under 8K on the slate.
1: I think he's okay. Um, I think Arizona is underrated. The roof will be closed in this game. Um, They did say yesterday that it'd be closed through Wednesday, at least. Zach Davies, 6,900 here. Grant, am I crazy? I actually kind of like Zach Davies in this spot. Like, I I talked about this on Grinders Live yesterday. um, That Cincinnati lineup came out, and I was like, oh, man, Merrill Kelly is, is super playable here. The Cincinnati lineup came out and they had seven righties. Zach Davies, as bad as he is, has a 25% K rate against righties and he limits the damage against lefties. Like, I don't think he's the craziest play at 6,900 here. He's been getting 100 pitches. He throws deep into the game. He's cheap. Like, you're allowed to call me crazy and that's fine. I mean, he just you put may have up You into it. I hate
2: you so much for it.
1: I mean, he just put up 17 fantasy points in Cincinnati and struck out seven. Like, there's just so many right-handed bats in this lineup. Like, right, let's pull it up really quick. Kelly through four innings has five strikeouts. He's given up one run um, against Cincinnati today. Like, this is basically the same spot. Davis and Kelly's numbers against righties are really close. Like, I I think it's okay. I really think it's okay.
2: Yeah, it's fine. I just I can't play Zach Davies ever. Every time I've tried streaming him, it's just gone terribly. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> I I can't, I can't condone it, but he's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I kind of like him here. Just looking at the options today, um, in this range, just in general, I think I, I think he's in play. I don't. Yeah, I don't think like. I want to live in that, like, 8K range if I'm not playing Cole or Freed. But I think he's okay. And there's another pitcher, like, Logan Gilbert. We'll talk about him when we get there. I mean, he's kind of in play, but the 8K range is so strong that I don't know if you'll need Davies today, but I I think he's super playable. Um, If I'm playing Cincinnati bats against him, it's Votto um it's moustakas at 2600 and then i'd probably throw in a third or do a 521 or something with another one off from another team but yeah that's kind of what i'm looking at
2: yeah kind of on the same page i think they're both a little bit cheap davies is not not great um definitely struggles more versus lefties, so it would be those two lefties and that's kind of it
1: all right um
2: arizona bats
1: like you said, Molly is—he's been somewhat reverse splits this season. I think, I think on a slate like this, I probably don't go too crazy on Arizona. Christian Walker is always, I think, someone that's playable. Rojas, Marte, Varsho—I um, could definitely see like a three-man stack here.
2: Yeah, I like the price tag on Peralta. I like the price tag on Walker, Varsho, Rojas, Marte—all fine. So yeah, I'd probably go with. Walker, Peralta, and then throwing one extra bat, and those are the top of the lineup. Whoever fits.
1: All right, Kansas City at San Francisco. Bubich against Webb. Eight and a half total. Giants a two fifty favorite here. Big, big favorite. Um, any interest in Chris Bubich?
2: No, he's not good. He's been very bad this season. San Francisco is a good hitting team. No, just no.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're a little bit worse against left-handed pitching, but, I mean, they could platoon a ton, and this guy really hasn't been great against lefties, so even if they don't fully platoon, uh, it's a tough spot. Logan Webb. I mean, I think Logan Webb's safe. I don't know if he necessarily has the ceiling at 9,100 to win you this slate. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Like he He has the opportunity to put up 30-plus. He just doesn't do it very often.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a solid ballpark, solid hitting weather. Some of the best hitting weather on the entire slate. He's been good enough this season, can go late enough into games. Magic versus the Royals is solid enough, but, I mean, just nothing great. And sitting at 9,100 is probably a little bit too high of a price tag considering you're not really going to get much more than 20 out of him. pretty much any given slate.
1: I don't really have any interest in the Kansas City bats, though. I mean... No, hey, Bob, not Bobby ballpark. Witt, yeah, the giants i mean the giants are gonna platoon a ton of guys here you know flores is someone darren ruff is another guy like with belt being out ruff is great um Kasali at catcher is 2.9k i could see a three-man stack here for san francisco you just i mean the problem with like the platoon guys as soon as a righty comes in san francisco yanks these guys i think the best thing with darren ruff is brandon belts on the il so i mean he probably gets a whole game here and and flores probably gets a whole game and i mean casali is another guy that could potentially get a whole game because he's a catcher and he he's their normal catcher
2: yeah i'm probably gonna stay away just because it's in san francisco and it's a 15 games late but i'm not gonna argue with any of these bets. um they're all cheap because of the ballpark. Boobich is bad, but on this big of a slate, I tend to stay away from from too many bats in San Francisco.
1: All right. Minnesota at Seattle. No total in this game. It sounds like Joe Ryan is gonna come off the IL or he was out with like an illness. So Sounds like he's going to be back and he's going to pitch in this game. And then Logan Gilbert is expected to pitch here for Seattle. Any interest here in Joe Ryan at 8,700?
2: He's fine. Not a bad pitcher. Decent strikeout stuff. Not an awful matchup. Not an awful ballpark. But I don't know. He was out for a little bit. He had one AAA start and he only played four innings. I don't know how late he's going to go into the game. 8700 is probably a little bit too expensive. So I don't think I'll end up on him just because he's in that price range right next to C. Pavetta.
1: Yeah, and like the sneaky thing about like Seattle in general is they're not a team that strikes out a ton. So they're a tough team um to take pitchers against because like I picked on them a lot at the beginning of the year and I was like, man, they just don't strike out a ton. Stop doing that. Uh, Logan Gilbert, 9,200 here, going up against um, Minnesota. Any interest in Logan Gilbert here?
2: He makes it interesting pivot off of Feta and off of Cease. I mean, he's a solid pitcher, above-average strikeouts going up against a big strikeout team, although they are at full health. Lariah's in there. Hurts the strikeout rate, but they're there's definitely an above-average strikeout team. I just don't know if I can a little bit extra off of Pavetta and C's for him.
1: Yeah, I don't think he, he makes the cut for me today out of those arms in that range. Um, I'm not lining up to stack Minnesota against him. I think you can always play Buxton. You can always take shots on Kepler and Gary the Goat um, and Correa, but I mean, it's not like you're getting a huge discount on most of these Minnesota guys.
2: Yeah, I'll always play Buxton. I mean, he's such a I'm such a hot, big heater right now, like six home runs in the last six games. I'll play Buxton as a one off, but that's kind of it. Um, any
1: interest on the other side here?
2: Ryan's a solid enough pitcher. He does give up a lot of fly balls to both sides of the plate, so I don't mind playing the guys that can hit the ball hard. Winker is fine. Um, France is fine. Rodriguez is fine. Suarez is fine. But main thing is their price tags playing in Seattle are just a little bit too high for me. So I I'll likely avoid them just based on price.
1: What do we think this comes in? Um, eight and a half. Total eight. Probably eight, right? Probably eight.
2: Yeah. Probably eight with Minnesota being. Minus 130 favorite.
1: We finished it out. Angels, Dodgers, uh, 8.5 total. Dodgers, a 200 favorite here. We got Noah Syndergaard going up against Tony Gonzalez. Any interest here in Noah Syndergaard?
2: Not against the Dodgers, now.
1: Yeah, he's cheap, 7,300. He's had a few good games this year, but, yeah, not playing him against the Dodgers. Tony Gonzalez on the other side of this game, he's just been uber consistent this year. I mean uber consistent. Obviously, you got Trout, you got Otani at the top of this order. Um, Rendon's back as well, so it's a much healthier Angels lineup than it has been over the last week or so. Um, any interest here in Genselin?
2: I think he's fine. at 9,500. Don't love him. Don't hate him. Low in total going up against him. With all these bats, though, healthy, it's really not the same strikeout lineup it has been. Genselin has been very good. It's just... 95 for a guy that won't go over six innings most likely. A little bit tough paying that price tag with not that much uh, upside. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't really have a ton of interest in the Angels bats. I mean, you can always stack Otani, Trout, and someone else, but Gonzalan's been solid, man. It's really hard to Trust these bats against him, but I mean Trout and Otani are just two of the better hitters in baseball.
2: Yeah, that'd be the only two I really think about. That's kind of it. Um, Gonsolin's been good. Bullpen behind him's good. So it's just tough to really play anyone against them outside of Trout and Otani, just because they are such good hitters.
1: Dodgers against Syndergaard. The late night hammers, right? Like, I mean, the Dodgers are always a stack you look at on any slate. I don't know where I'd rank them today overall, but yeah, I mean, they're they're a stack you look on a, on, on any slate.
2: Yeah, I mean, turn bets, they get on. They're gonna be they're gonna be run. It's just gonna happen. Thor is the worst. Worst. Pitcher in the majors by wide margin and giving up stolen bases, so those two guys would be the main two that I would end up going with. And then, but I'll play anyone. Thor has been all right; he has been great so far this season. Dodgers are very good. Decent hitting weather out there, so yeah, play them all. But I can tell you that I'm going to be betting on Turner and Betts stolen bases tomorrow.
1: Yeah, freebie. Don't you love it? Um, let's play the morning grind game. And then we will get out of here. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you like today?
2: Ah, uh, this is tough. I don't know. There's really no one I love, and I'm trying not to steal Davies from me. I'll go Dunning.
1: But thank you, buddy. I'll go Molly. Molly. Thank you, buddy. I am yeah. going. I am going to Mr. Zach Davies in this spot. Over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust of the day?
2: I think I have to go Manea with that weather.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Josiah Gray against Atlanta for the second straight day. Just didn't count yesterday. Over 4K to hit a home run, not in cores. Who do you got going yard today? Machado. I like that one. I'm going to go, I think he's over 4K. Give me J.D. Martinez. I assume that he's over 4K. I don't even—I don't even know what his price is. Uh, under 4K to get two hits. Do you like to get on the board twice today? Pollock. I like that one. I'm going to go Tyler O'Neill. I like that one. Uh, Stack to score six or more runs today.
2: I'll go with. I want to pick. I want to pick the Cubs game. I'll go with uh, St. Louis.
1: I really I legitly feel like there is we could each pick three today and still not pick course. Like that's just how this slate is. So I'm gonna go St. Louis. Um double header. Did you say St. Louis? (laughs) Yeah, you know
2: what? I'll switch my I thought you didn't
1: you say Cubs, or did you say not gonna take the Cubs game? That I heard you wrong. That's my I'll go Toronto. And I'll take the Cubs. I'll take St. Louis, I'll take Toronto. Like there are so take many New York. I'll take Atlanta. Yeah. Like this, this slate is just loaded. Um, stack. That's my best advice today. Stack. Yeah.
2: So. Grant, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Trey Turner and bets stolen bases. I'm probably looking at a few Atlanta bets hit home run and probably looking at Vlad to hit home run here, depending on what their odds are. So check out scores and odds in the morning, and watch live locks where I'm going to be giving out all my bets
1: there you go um i'm one to know on single game parlays on scores and odds i'm going to retire from them i just posted that in our um work channel too like done i give up that's going to wrap it up here for tuesday we'll be back wednesday talking more baseball good luck everyone we'll see you then Take it.